0: to alphabet flight encyclopedic marvel journey where i go through the official handbook of the marvel universe with the guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well my name is gse cooper and with me today to join me on this monumental task we are trying to do this week rob
1: Hello, Jesse. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be a great week. We're going to talk about Bigfoot and spring Jack and uh, the New Jersey Devil and all these awesome, awesome cryptids. I can't wait. Yeah,
0: it's it's almost like I shanghai you into doing something different whenever I what? thought uh, something. Yeah. What? Uh, yes. What are we talking oh, about? Oh, we're talking about <laughs> all 24 characters, major characters in Squadron Supreme. Oh no! So as I promised, and also Rob <laughs> stupidly promised about forever ago, we are going to be covering all twenty-four major characters of uh, Squadron Supreme out of a very, very good book written by Mark Greenwald. Yeah, but the Omnibus. The but this is based. This is going to be based off of the Mark Greenwald maxi series, uh, Squadron yes. Supreme. It is
1: 12 issues of pulse pounding excitement. I'm not being sarcastic. I love no, this. No,
0: no, I like the book. I don't know if it's pulse pounding.
1: <laughs> it's not, but it is. Uh, it's so crazy. It's so 80s. It's so. Oh, it's just it's wonderful well, to
0: get like to get into it real quick before, because I'd like to kind of talk about it a little bit because there's been a lot of Squadron Supreme last sinister stuff. Right. Um, the the what we're focusing on mostly is going to be the Mark
1: Grenwald versions of yes. the yeah not supreme power yeah. or not uh, anything else yes
0: yeah, so this was pretty much Mark Grenwald's like pet project well besides the handbooks <laughs> obviously yeah um, yeah but like he was my type of nerd really <laughs> um, he really <laughs> liked just getting like very precise information. About this, these, this, I'm going to say it as much as I love it, kind of dumb universe. Um, <laughs> and also, he really loved, if you've ever read his stuff, you could tell he liked writing superheroes in a certain way. Mm-hmm. He always did it in a more analytical eye, and it tended to not focus so much on the action, as you, as yeah. you can tell by his Captain America
1: yeah i think he was he was a craftsman yeah and
0: don't get me wrong i probably only like about 70 percent of his stuff
1: yeah yeah. i mean a lot of it is he was he was a i think anybody would admit he was a better editor than a writer um but he he this is he has a good sense of story and in this book he was allowed to do the scale that i think he always wanted to do because he had freedom total freedom and
0: also famously the squadron supreme omnibus uh it came out a little bit after he died um mm-hmm. and, and the first volume uh the ink the the first run sorry the first volume that, that was sent out uh all of all, all the ink contained some of his ashes
1: Yes, they actually spread his ashes into the ink, which is the reason that I own a first edition copy of the Squadron Supreme collection. It doesn't make it more expensive. It uh, no, it doesn't. doesn't make it any better either. It's very strange, but I I I felt compelled to buy it, <laughs>
0: and I'm glad I did. And and uh, I have a second edition one, so yeah, oh, I might buy no. I might buy a first edition one. It only cost me twenty five dollars. I've looked, <laughs> so. <laughs> the omnibus has in the front of it and i know i'm getting like kind of in the weeds about this but honestly i think it's a very important story it technically did superhero deconstruction before watchmen did it just watchmen got so much more attention
1: well, and if I remember correctly, and you can correct me on the dates here, didn't Watchmen start before this, but end way after this because it was very late.
0: Um, I think or I think it I started wrong? about a year before. I have to look a little bit more into it. Which there's okay. obviously no way for me to look it up.
1: Well, in a lot of ways, in the way that Watchmen deconstructed the Charlton heroes and superheroes in general, like, and did so in a very pre-Vertigo esque way realistic which is kind of what was dc was going for at that time squadron supreme really is the ultimate 80s marvel version of that concept like it is deconstructing but it is doing it in the merry marvel style big 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 dramatic soap opera style and it's kind of always been interesting to me to to see that Well,
0: and one of the things one of the things that you get because like i read the the ford which was I forget who was written by, but it was written by a big name. I could totally look it up and look at I it. I don't.
1: I I am blanking but, my right but, now. So hard. Mark
0: Grinwald was a huge DC fan. He's been a DC fan since he was a child, basically mm-hmm. from the Golden Age, and he loved the Justice League. Um, he worked for Marvel, and he you know he did a lot of good for Marvel. As an editor and whatnot. So, like, you know, and he, you know, like it wasn't like a big, like, you know, the big two thing. It's just like he liked the, you know, he liked Justice League a lot. And, you know, if, you know, if he took a different path in life, he'd probably be, he probably would have written Justice League at some point. But he was never able to. But he was given basically free reign to do, yeah, do this maxi series. And so he was just like, well, I'm going to write the Justice League story that I wanted to write. That I always wanted yeah. to write. And you can kind of see that a little bit, obviously, because we're going to be going through some of the characters, and they're all kind of pastiche.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> some are a little more than that. <laughs> but, yeah, um, well, all of them are kind of they're an homage. homage they pastiche. Range from, yeah, they range from homage to pastiche to rip off. But you know what? It's done in in a in a real homage kind of way.
0: It, there's a lot of love and care put into
1: it. There is a lot of love and care put into most of it. Then there's Tom Thumb, but um, oh, well, I
0: have lots to think. I I think Tom Thumb came out as <laughs> one of the more sympathetic characters that I liked a lot, out of it, it was sad. It's so sad. Also, he had a like a a super intelligent ape, like just so horny for him, which was
1: <laughs> something that. Just something you've always, always wanted. <laughs> yeah. It's so the one thing you wanted that you've never been able to have, Jesse. What, what if
0: this short man had an ape who was super, super smart? <laughs> just love him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's basically, it's essentially just, it's essentially like, what if the just- Justice League took over the world to make yeah. it better?
1: Yeah, which also in a way, like, is it in, although I'm sure... Warren Ellis is catching on fire is just from somebody thinking about this in the world. It also predates the authority in a major way, which is interesting to read both books because I read both of them around the same time. Um and it is very that first series, just just the first series of The Authority. Not gonna recommend the second or anything else, but that first series, um really is kind of that this similar concept now he goes further it's, it's less of a analog one-to-one of, in, of the uh of the justice league but that concept of superheroes are like screw this this isn't working we're gonna take over um it's still something that people do all the time now and it's starts kind of here
0: and so like let's kind of get into i guess a very brief synopsis I'm talking very
1: brief. be my guest because yeah. that's tough
0: well i'm gonna get just the broad strokes Cause, okay. 'Cause we're gonna be doing a podcast at some point that will probably be covering this maybe. in more detail. Maybe. Maybe. So essentially the first issue, which is by the way, the second issue that Overmind ever showed up in. No, third third issue. Uh, which is the Do you remember the Overmind? Hitler? No? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which one's overmind? Overmind
0: mind is the guy who overmind is the Fantastic Four villain who was on the. I have a whole episode about him, but <laughs> uh, but he he has like the mind of like several billion. Like he's basically like champion oh, of yeah 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 of like a brutal gladiator planet.
1: I I always forgot that he existed outside of Squadron Supreme. To be honest, yeah.
0: Well, um, he barely existed outside of it, and he barely exists yeah. in Squadron Supreme.
1: Well, yeah, he's kind of just the, he's the Starro of the uh, squ- Squadron Supreme in a way.
0: So basically what happened is after he was banished from Earth, Overmind, he went to Otherworld, which is basically Counter-Earth, I mean, Counter-Earth, I mean, which is basically the Earth that is almost the same, but on the exact opposite side of us. So like you can never see it because there's a sun in the way.
1: Yeah, man. But you know what? Are they really the Counter-Earth or are we? Just think about it.
0: Um, I don't really care too much about it,
1: but, uh, but so
0: it has like an America and everything. And Kyle Richmond, not the, not the Earth 6161, the slightly more responsible and less douchey one, um, is president. And Overmind was just like, yo, America, you're American, right? Take over the world. So they did. Yeah. And, uh, and the whole Squadron Supreme was taken over, basically, and uh, eventually they they defeated him, and and this takes place after that, right? And so basically, every like this is in the like the world is in shambles, and it's all the Squadron Supreme's fault.
1: Yeah, it's all their fault. But who's going to step up and clean up? Well,
0: the newly r- freed Squadron Supreme. Uh, Mm -hmm. so basically what happened is they all was just like, you know what? We made this mess. We're going to make it better. We're going to make it better than what it was before. And they all unmask. And then they start on a global, what's the right word? Not a, not a takeover. Uh,
1: what's a benevolent dictatorship? It's a benevolent, uh, yeah, it it is. But it's not a dictatorship. It's like a benevolent oligarch. Oligarchy, Oligarchy, yeah. Um and that is essentially sets them up as the caretakers for the entire world in a in what they think is a good and loving life.
0: And for a long time, technically the world wasn't as bad as it was. Everyone yeah. was no, fed, I- there was health care, mm-hmm. was you know, everyone was living longer, there's no more crime. But mm-hmm. one of the ways they were getting rid of crime was they were using something called the B Mod or the uh, Behavior modification machine, yep. Um, which was uh, before it was taken out completely to, to to basically brainwash criminals into never ever wanting to commit crime if, in, anymore. Um, right. They it was used on one of the Squadron Supreme members by a Skurn ex lover, <laughs> who, <coughs> which kind of starts the stirring of. All the bad things that are happening.
1: Yeah. No, I mean it, it's it's a common it's it, their own it's I've...
0: it's it's a tale of hubris and that like how the strongman theory.
1: Yeah, it's a classic, classic hubris of we're gonna fix this, we made this thing to fix it, oh no, someone used this thing against us. Like that's it's classic. And
0: also like Tom Thumb, who we'll be talking about, mm-hmm. um who is the most sympathetic character, I think, in all of this, uh he gets he gets basically guilted into trying to find the cure for cancer Mm -hmm. and he can't and it turns out he's dying of cancer himself and uh also like nighthawk becomes like basically recruits a bunch of villains to help him take down the squadron supreme and it's it's a lot a lot goes it's it's a lot
1: it's it's a lot. I mean, it is a dense, dense story. It, it,
0: but, like, I would definitely suggest reading it. It's like, especially with growing acceptance of like fascism, it takes on a different light, let's say.
1: It's definitely different talking about this now than talking about this, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whenever it came out, also. Like, it's just, this is something that I think is interesting and. Draw whatever parallels you want, people. But it's it's just very interesting. And uh, it really shows that concept of there is no such thing as a benevolent dictatorship. There is no such thing as a savior who's going to uh, fix everything and, you know, make everything better without some kind of huge consequence.
0: Yeah. And like it, it does, like, you know, like these people that were talking, the people that were talking about, majority of them are good people, but. There's still consequences. Yeah, there's still they're consequences. Trying. Like I'm not like, which is why I'm just. But it is still a form of fascism.
1: <laughs> so no, it is. Yeah. It, it's it is benevolent dictatorship with more than one person. But it is they are trying to be nice, but they're they are forcing everything to be nice, and that's that's uh, that's the definition of it.
0: Yeah. So like, I would definitely read it. It it's definitely a dense read, and I wouldn't say it's like fun.
1: <laughs> no it's it's a bunch of bad things happening but it's a bunch of bad things happening in a very colorful marvel way
0: yes and like it still feels very marvel so like it's very Marvel. so like definitely read it i know we've been talking about it for about 15 minutes but honestly i feel <laughs> like this is why it needs a mega mega episodes <laughs> basically yeah
1: it's this is required reading if you're going to be a true uh capital n nerd like this is this is it. If you're if you've read Watchmen, don't go in thinking this is as good as or it's the same as it because it's not. It's entirely different. It's a very person with a very different worldview, but uh, it's a very different storytelling style, very different art style. Um, but it in what it is, it is it really is good at what it does and. Despite the terrible, terrible character names, which we'll get to. Oh,
0: yeah, we're going to be getting to them.
1: So, <laughs> so, so some of them. Oof.
0: So first, we're going to be starting out with Hyperion.
1: Now, that's a good name. Oh, Hyperion's
0: a good name. Hyperion was a name that I accidentally, uh, like lifted for a comic thing. I was like a comic I was writing.
1: Oh, really?
0: Um yeah, I accidentally I think it just subconsciously it's a good
1: name. Oh yeah. It's subconsciously- a great name. This is legitimately this and the the, the Batman analog are uh, the legitimately good ones. Yes. Yeah. So
0: um so Hyperion. Um
1: now I- I'm gonna say Hyperion a lot, so this is where we're going to have to battle to the death.
0: Well well, good thing <laughs> that we are like in the same room, so you might hear some fight noises.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if Jesse suddenly gets a bloody nose, I had nothing to do with it. Nothing. You got that? Got that? Yep. Well, I Hyperion is great because unfortunately in this episode, you won't, uh, for the most part, I won't have to guess what they're wearing because I've read this story, so I know exactly what they're wearing. And uh, Hyperion's got classic uh, red and gold outfit with a really high-waisted Superman briefs. Like more like a belt.
0: It's almost, like, no, almost like a girder, actually. It's
1: like, a, no, it's like a girder because it's, it's high. It's hot. It comes up. It's this, it's the opposite of a scoop neck. It, it's a, it's a peak brief. I don't even, yeah. And know he has like a, he has that. like a
0: little like atom or nuclei on his chest. Mm-hmm. Also, he has my favorite type of cape. Like it's the kind of one that's kind of slung over one shoulder.
1: I I love the one shoulder look. Not enough characters do that.
0: Yeah, it's and uh this particular one has glasses, which we will talk
1: about. The the uh, yes is uh what is his alter ego? Um Milton Milton um Mark Milton. Yes.
0: I don't want to get into that storyline right now cuz okay. uh, go. <laughs> when we say it's a dense book, it's a very dense book. It has like a b c d f like storylines that all don't that all get their own like weight and doesn't seem to be uh doesn't seem to be watered down like all the characters seem to have a lot of a lot of weight thrown behind them even if they don't
1: this is this is definitely the kind of story that uh Gr- had in his head for like twenty years because it's so everybody has a backstory even if it's just barely gotten to like everybody has a complete backstory that you know he's like written up somewhere
0: except Greenroll doesn't have the jack kirby thing where like it's just like well i always thought about this character so i'm gonna do two versions of him, and both of them are gonna be weird and not that interesting <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about fourth world and eternals
1: yeah yeah it's uh we're gonna use but he got paid for it and that's the important thing we all we all want to get paid to do the same thing twice it's the dream. Great
0: person. Need someone to say no.
1: The reason yeah, I think the reason I mean, why
0: Jack and Kirby, uh, Jack and or as I like to say, uh, Jack Lee, Jack and Stan, Jack and Stan, they're they're Fantastic Four. I think the reason why it did so good is because you had Stan Lee kind of tempering back some of the more incomprehensible stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you also had Jack Kirby stretching stanley more than he would normally but it was it was the perfect pairing because of that they each brought out the best in each other yeah. and i mean stanley obviously has a bigger body of work he was a writer so he at one point i think he was writing every marvel series for a while oh, also
0: pretty much so i think underappreciated the first like the first run of hulk
1: oh yeah yeah, a yeah, yeah, little
0: yeah. underappreciated i'm gonna say i think the, more people need to call it out something amazing but like
1: it it's a little tough because some of it's so dated. The Rick Jones stuff is super dated. <laughs> the hipster Rick Jones. <laughs> Rick I can't Jones. get into this
0: too much, but
1: Daddyo Rick Jones. But
0: like but like it was Jack it was Jack and and Kurt and sorry, Jack and Stan just being just I think they're on top form in, in yeah. the, the, the Hulk the first Hulk series.
1: I agree. I think the first Hulk series is good. I mean, obviously Fantastic Four, I think is their, their master work if you're going to put something on top, but that Hulk stuff is great. It's great.
0: So like for real read it, like it's like the art isn't, you know, the most amazing because it was still kind of the beginning of Mm -hmm. like finding the Marvel house style.
1: Yeah, and the coloring is is really not great in the Hulk book. Um, I think in the inking too is is I forget who inked him versus who inked him on Fantastic Four, but uh, it's just not as good work. It, it's not Pete Kirby, but it's great. It is good storytelling. It does it, very It's, good it's very good
0: storytelling. And I think if you want like really good Stanley writing, I think Incredible Hulk is a good example.
1: Yeah, and there's and nobody draws a better Hulk jumping. Like for a mile than Jack,
0: well, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby's real good at drawing like big detailed feet. Don't know. It's oh, just a
1: weird. Big feet, big hands. He loves big square fingers. Big <laughs> like, square for, toes. for whatever
0: reason, that's the thing I've been noticing a lot. Like
1: just looking... at <laughs> Oh, he draws feet. He's the opposite of Rob Liefeld. He draws feet everywhere all the time, even if it's not needed. <laughs>
0: Like one of the first, like one of the first issues of Fantastic, not Fantastic Four, of uh, of X Men. Like you just get, like you see the Blob and the Beast, and like the most detailed thing on that cover was their feet. (laughs) So, (laughs) but speaking of people who are very detailed and also have feet,
1: Uh, Hyperion. Hyperion. Back, back to him. Yeah.
0: So, uh, his real name, his real name is Un. Revealed. I guess he goes by Mark Milton, or Marcus Milton.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, that's not his real name, right, because he's actually, he's in Eternal? Am I accurate on that uh- one? Isn't he something? How does he so get, See, there's so
0: many alternate universes. Uh, alternate universes. Right. So, yeah, this is the around. thing.
1: I've read, I've read Supreme Power. I've read like there, the second series that came out years later. Like, I got to pair this back. I got to start peeling away the onion layers here. So, okay, Hi- original Hyperion.
0: So, um yeah, so he... Well, the, actually, technically, original Hyperion is part of Scard and squadron sinister
1: oh but okay <laughs> the, right Squadron. well, okay. well actually Number two <laughs> the one we're talking about in what earth i'm looking at this looking this up earth 712 squadron Supreme. or counter earth yes because that was
0: before they did the whole like x-men was the one That's who right. brought in the numbering he's a government agent and former cartoonist
1: uh, which is a little bit like uh um a little bit like steve rogers yeah he was a cartoonist, and uh, you know, did dabble didn't work for the government.
0: And uh, his identity is publicly known. Mm-hmm. Go, he well, he went by Mark Milton, but now he just goes by Hyperion. Um, he's single. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ladies looking to mingle. Yeah,
0: and uh, he first appeared, in so he first appeared in of the Avengers issue number eighty-five. In February nineteen seventy one, the world is not for burning <laughs> Okay. So um That is a
1: title. Uh, so you, Roy you got Thomas? it? Troy Thomas, yeah.
0: Cover Peace Theater. So uh basically uh it is a like the sun is like super like just sunny. Like like it's like it's hard
1: to explain. It's just a really nice day and people are at the beach. <laughs> like like No, it's super, it's, super sunny.
0: Yeah, well, it's super sunny by the fact that like the world like the or it has an orange sky and like the sun is like overbearing and like buildings I, are melting.
1: Yeah, there's the, the melting buildings in the background really convey it <laughs> better than anything else. And there there are people collapsing on the streets from what well, we can only th- oh, in the melting fire hydrant, And, which and, is
0: and a drooping street light.
1: How hot would it have to be – how hot could it be that people are still alive and a fire hydrant is melting? Well, I mean, I don't want to be the one who questions the the, the Marvel Universe (laughs) physics. But uh, anyway, okay. So, and it has Vision, Scarlet Witch. And Quicksilver, in the midst of this, as almost ghost-like figures, the whole world is melting, dissolving into the molten lava, and there's nothing we can do to save it. Nothing. And okay, thank you. So,
0: yeah, it's a good I, cover. I like
1: my Quicksilver very uh, hyperbolic. Yeah.
0: If you if you like Quicksilver and you just want to see him just fighting himself, and also with a, also has a little pet turtle. He has a pet turtle? He has a pet turtle, yeah. Um.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah,
0: so uh, read Quicksilver No Surrender.
1: I don't know this at all. This is made up. You made this up. Quicksilver No Surrender. Who wrote that?
0: I forget who, but it's real good. Huh. The art's real all good, right. and it's just... He learns that he has to calm down, and he's basically that fighting
1: himself. It's still... What is it? X-Factor 71 or something around there? That's the best it's the best issue of with quicksilver
0: quicksilver no but quicksilver is basically um there was going to be this world ending event and they would need to have it done in seconds so the scarlet witch basically enhanced his speed so much that he was in between seconds Uh, he prevented the world ending nice but he wasn't able to escape so he's basically um, in a frozen world. So he's
1: stuck. So it's it's like like Star Trek. Yeah, and it's a Star Trek I, episode like that. Yeah, yeah, and
0: it's just a very meditative like, thing. And it's it's just him kind of dealing with like and like also like electronics don't work. So like he just ends up reading so many books.
1: Yeah, because nothing I'm like yeah, no, he's too fast. Yeah. yeah, I love it. He gets oh. he gets
0: pet turtle at one point. He learns how to slow <laughs> down and kind of like be within himself. It's really good. Um, I like it. extols the importance of mindfulness, in a way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is what I look for in a Marvel comic starring Magneto's son.
0: T- t- technically <laughs> not, son.
1: What? I, where is that where it's at now? I think so. Are we back to that? Yeah, yeah,
0: we're oh, at that right now. It.
1: Damn um, it. Unless
0: they changed something in the X-Men comics <sighs> 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 recently, but I think they're yeah, still not.
1: Oh, I don't like that. Mm. All right. Anyway, the first appearance of Hyperion, Avengers 85, worth it.
0: Uh, and he's six four, weighs hmm. four hundred sixty four pounds.
1: Whoa, whoa! That is a dense six four. It's
0: really dense six four, but he—I mean—he has the muscles, you know. He has the muscles. Oh. Not I mean, enough he muscles. He needs way more muscles to weigh that much. <laughs> like <laughs> he—he's like—he's like probably around a three hundred at most.
1: Oh, at most. There's no way for, I mean, four hundred. What was it? Four hundred twenty what 460 oh god that's no there's no way 300 max for a guy that fit even though he's huge i mean he's like he's basically um he's basically chris evans as captain america ripped and, and there's no way that guy weighs 460 pounds
0: well well he uh he also has blue eyes or some would say some would say burnt out eyes that probably are blue anymore
1: <laughs> right but maybe he on the scale he was also wearing the uh the girdle gold metallic girdle that he
0: wears. Well it's actually not girdle, it's like a gold painted lead.
1: Oh, oh yeah. right, to keep everything in check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do the same thing with my
0: briefs. And he also has red hair.
1: Yes, he does, which is uh rare for a leading comic book man.
0: So uh he has no memory
1: of his birth or childhood. Recent tests indicates his. We have a lot in common. I also have no memory of my birth. Huh. Yeah, I... Could I be a superhero? You could be.
0: See, like, whenever I think back to my birth, <laughs> I just remember, yeah. like, a lot of darkness, and then all of a sudden light.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so... That's, uh, that's deep. I know, I know.
0: Recent tests indicate that his cells ba- are basically human, though augmented to an unearthly degree. And he's one of the founding members of the squadron. And served as a showman, and s- until recent months, AKA it was disbanded because they realized that they were dictators and needed to stop doing it.
1: It's another interesting thing about the ending is it's not like they defeat, get defeated, or anything. It's they disband. Uh,
0: also, it's, also the reason why the reason why the book even ended really was uh, Nighthawk got a bunch of he un modded people. And like right. there was a big fight and then a bunch of them just died. Yeah. And then they're, they're just yeah, like,
1: And then they were like, oh my God, what are we doing? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they're like It's great. what are we doing?
1: It's fantastic. Yeah.
0: For real, read it. It's so good.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> don't read it, don't
0: read all twelve issues like in one setting. You will be bummed out a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. And and yeah, and then you might also talk like in Marvel character for a week afterwards. Yeah. But uh, and do not read supreme power first yeah just don't do it don't do it
0: that might be one we have to cover
1: yeah <laughs> but uh, in what in what jesse i have no I idea, have what no you're idea. Talking about so what are his what does he do
0: uh he is basically a magic superman Mm-hmm. so superman except and except he has atomic vision
1: yeah which is pretty much like superman
0: Yeah, and um, he may have had his eyes burnt out by getting an evil version of him from another – the Squadron Sinister version of him uh, took his place for a little bit, and they fought, and they both – he basically had to lobotomize the Squadron Sinister version of himself by using his atomic vision, and he did it so hard that it burnt out his eyes.
1: Yeah, which in reality would be horrifying. Horrifying, because – you know, a lot of comic book characters, they just have white eyes in the masks. But when he actually takes it off, it's still just the white eyes, Jesse.
0: Yeah. And, <sighs> and like, he wears, like, uh, goggles that basically allow him to have, like, very limited vision.
1: Yeah, it's not really vision. I forget how they describe it. Like, he sees microwaves or something. Yeah. Like, like that.
0: Like, it's kind of, I think he sees, like, infrared or something like that. Yeah, but it, like But it's not enough for him to, like, actually enjoy.
1: No. No. No, it's no. It sucks. It actively sucks for him. Yeah, <laughs> like his his list of powers is amazing, though. Yeah, look at that.
0: He does have he does have a lot. So he's got it all. So uh, basically, imagine. Let's say, let's say you gotta you you, got, you had like a little bit of a, a little Spider Man, not Spider Man, Superman in your <laughs> Marvel.
1: <laughs> and that's what it is. Yep. absolutely. And, and it was before every single comic book company had a pastiche of the Avengers or the justice league. Like this was it. This was cool. This, this was Superman and Marvel.
0: And this was the first Superman pastiche in Marvel. Mm. The second one, I think that also does it really well Is blue Marvel. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. I think yeah, blue- less successful a century in my opinion, less successful. It's a great idea done in a turgid fashion. Yeah. Not even opinion. a bad way.
0: It was just like,
1: Drawn out and overdone and boring, in my opinion. But yeah. the concept is is great. Yeah. The concept's great. If it was a six issue series and that's it, or four issues even tighter, we'd we'd all be like, "Oh, that was fantastic!" And then they never touch the century again. It'd be amazing. Well, I
0: don't know. I think the century, uh, the current century run.
1: Yeah. See, I'm I'm out of that. I have not oh, read that. You should
0: definitely read it. It's pretty good. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's, I just I love that idea of he doesn't he, nobody remembers him and the only way that he can save the world is to make that happen again. I love that idea. It's such a great idea. Also, there's
0: know. a there's a theory that Century might actually be a manifestation of Franklin Richards.
1: I oh, to... I like anything that that is a theory of. Yeah. that sounds cool.
0: Um, there is so, yeah, there is a theory,
1: that, like in a uh, Captain Marvel kind of way.
0: Um, so around the time that century was active before, uh-huh. before like Dark Avengers and stuff like that, before he became a bigger character, uh, Franklin was under very strict control by Reed and Sue.
1: Well, yeah, cause and, he's a child yes. with some limited cosmic oh. powers.
0: <laughs> so this is all fan. Very, very compelling case for it. Hmm. i'll i'll send you a link to to what i was thinking of but it it, but like i read this super long essay about franklin i mean about franklin when i was in middle school like i'm talking like it was just a essay like like almost a thesis Hmm. (laughs) about about um just franklin and it made it endeared him to me so much
1: I mean Franklin Richards is that kid at the uh at the end of saying elsewhere it's that TV tropes uh idea where everything can be linked to one person and because of his power that's that he created an entire other universe at one point several points like sure he could create a guy if he wanted to
0: um, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find it right now but it's a uh it's basically a fantastic for like almost like uh, acad- look a look at fantastic four uh, in a yeah. very academic way hmm and i like it it was it's on a site called uh, well, it's zack-site.com and it was fantastic four ni- si- like and his whole case is that fantastic four 1961 through 1989 was the american novel basically was like the great american (laughs) novel and he makes some really good points like you need to like kind of read it
1: interesting all right everybody go read oh people have to z a k dash site s i t e dot com
0: so the next person we're talking about is nighthawk
1: nighthawk so nighthawk is their version of aquaman right
0: yeah yeah of course yeah, you know the dark brooding.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I got sucked into uh, Vietnam and in the Fantastic Four by uh, by the, at the Zach site. Oh my god! Dude, no, is it's, it, isn't
0: it like really well written?
1: <laughs> this is it's um, it is amazing. I, he really looks at what was happening at the time and what the zeitgeist was. This is fantastic. I got to bookmark this right now. Anyway, back to Nighthawk. Yes, Nighthawk. The famous painting by, uh, who did the painting? Hopper? Nighthawks? Never mind. I was trying to make an artsy, classic, classy reference, and uh, and I bombed. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, you know. Did, did, did that joke spark joy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it, did, it did not, so I thanked it, and I threw it away. Because <laughs> like,
0: I, saw, I saw you pick up this joke, and you're just like, <laughs> what do you make me feel? And it made you feel bad.
1: And, and I said, thank you. Thank you for making me feel bad joke. And then I sent it to the bad joke corner where all bad jokes go.
0: So, uh, speaking of someone who, whenever I pick them up, you know, I feel like it sparks joy. uh, He does not Mostly because Night- he, like, he's cold and dead at the end of the story. Uh, Nighthawk.
1: So yeah. Night, Nighthawk doesn't turn out to be the best.
0: So Nighthawk. Well, actually, the six one six is like the worst.
1: <laughs> but oh well, yeah. I mean, okay. We're not well, even talking. We're not going to talk gonna get about into him. that. No, are we going to get into him? We're not going to talk about because he him. is the worst. Well,
0: well, because this Nighthawk only has a power of one man at night, not two. <laughs> so, uh, but he's Kyle Richmond,
1: <laughs> which is Batman in general. The power of one man at night. <laughs> Still the best superpower of all. All right, Rich, Richie, Richie Ratchman, What was it? Uh, Kyle
0: Richmond. Uh, he's Kyle an adventurer. A,
1: like, like you do.
0: A industrialist and former president of the United States. Yeah. Um. He he stepped down after uh, taking over the world.
1: Yeah. At the uh, at the behest of. The, of the squadron, the, uni- the, the squadron, right? Squadron, yeah.
0: So, um. He it's a secret, he has a secret identity. He never revealed his identity. He was one yeah. of the ones that voted against. Uh, Let's become a, B- a benevolent dictatorship, and left shortly after. Um, he has no criminal record. He's also single. If you want, a, if you want a guy who has the strength of one man at night,
1: hey, hey, ladies, ladies, gentlemen, whatever. There's a, I have the strength of. Of half a man at night, so yeah, he he has
0: the strength of a baby at night. It's really weird, like, he just gets (laughs) like he can't even pick up his own head.
1: (laughs) I have the strength of a 22 year old stoner at night. Uh,
0: he also appeared in uh Avengers number 85. Um, okay, he is 6'2, weighs 220, Hmm. has brown eyes, brown hair, brown eyes.
1: That's reasonable. More reasonable than your weird Hyperion Alien four sixty.
0: Also, I don't like his costume.
1: I it's he's got the kind of weird like a uh, bird thing going on his face, and I don't like that either.
0: Well, this isn't. He, yeah, he has like kind of like a beak and like it's kind of hard to explain. Like he has like like it's almost like the Spider Man logo, but if it was like a bird. Like it's like
1: blue and pla- <laughs> that's how you describe everything, Jesse. It's like the Spider Man <laughs> logo if it was a bird. Oh, what I was asking you if you like this creme brulee. It's very weird. Um, no, it is. It is not a cool costume because um, it it has. They try to simulate the ears of Batman or try to like uh, evoke the ears of Batman, but in reality, he would just have. This weird tiara sticking straight up and not doing anything. I don't like it. It's it, it's got a weird silhouette. It doesn't work I, in my opinion.
0: He might have appeared in an earlier one as Kyle Richmond, but this is a six one six version, so I'm not going to talk about it. Yes. Um. But uh, yeah. So, um, he's also a founding member who retired to serve as a U.S. president. After resigning, he resumed his squadron membership, but resigned once they voted to implement the utopia program then he organized the redeemers to oppose them when he was killed by foxfire who we will be talking about later foxfire yeah so he has his strength level normal human strength
1: normal human he's he's a guy normal
0: his uh known superhu- uh, superhuman powers none
1: so yeah he's a guy He's smart though. No, that he, is his thing.
0: He's smart and like he's very Batman, like very Batman. Oh, yeah.
1: he's got gadgets. He he's got uh, you know vehicles. He's got he's got the whole Batman thing covered.
0: Yeah, like towards the end of the book, like think kind of like Batman and the Outsiders.
1: Hmm. Yeah, because he gets a team. Yeah, he gets like yep. a
0: team of like kind of bad people, but also you know
1: people who believe in
0: you know justice and stuff
1: but well, it's kind of like uh, dark knight returns in a way yeah he gets his he gets his army at the end of a uh, former mutant crazy gang members
0: yeah and then he goes huh. on to you know a uh, book called night night hawk the master race <laughs> oh
1: boy <laughs> Oh, what is Nighthawk the Master Race <laughs> about, Jesse? No, I'm
0: talking about Dark Knight the Master Race. Oh, I was
1: like, wait a minute. I I've um Anything after the Dark Knight uh, returns again, or whatever it was called, is unknown to me. And I think a, a prank pulled on me by the universe.
0: Nighthawk, he, you know, he was Nighthawk. And then he died. Like, he's not yes. even in the book that often, really. If you think
1: about no. it. No. No, I mean, and, and, and do you remember how he died?
0: Yeah, Firefox. I mean, not Firefox. Uh, Foxfire is just like, yo.
1: No, Firefox. It was Clint Eastwood in and Jet. And, okay, I am old. Yeah. Um, Foxfire
0: is just like, yo, I'm going to punch you with fire. And then yeah. she did, and then it hurt his heart. And he was just like, oh, I'm going to die because my heart's hurt. Uh.
1: Yeah, which is really kind of unnecessary can't he just die because his heart was punched really hard instead of oh no no he had a heart attack because he was punched really hard do we have to get that technical Uh, why not all right all right i'll allow a counselor this time
0: so uh the next person we're talking about is the wizard
1: Oh, the wizard! Wiz. Cause when you gotta go, you gotta go.
0: And he is in a yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> Not jumpsuit. Just a yellow morph suit. <laughs> and with white gloves and uh, <laughs> boots. And just has a W. Black W across us.
1: And he's old. Which is the best part of the wizard.
0: So his real name is Stanley Stewart. Um, he is a government agent former postman
1: <laughs> that's where they recruit their uh their most dangerous agents
0: yeah if you want to listen to another wizard <laughs> i just did an episode on speed demon who was oh yeah squadron s- s- squadron sinister wizard Yeah, then mm-hmm. went by speed
1: demon and then of course you could read uh later new mutants and freedom uh freedom force wizard
0: yeah, some good wizards out there. Yeah, he's just just whiz all over the place.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> how he saves the day. Everyone looks over and says, "What the hell is he doing?" And then he punches them.
0: His not his identity is publicly known,
1: but not taken seriously. <laughs> nope.
0: He has no criminal record. He's married. He has a, a wife and daughter, Madeline and Tina. Oh. Um. He also showed up in eighty Aven, Avengers eighty five. Right. Uh he's five uh, eleven, weighs one eighty. And has well, it's
1: all that running, you know.
0: He has blue eyes and white blonde hair. And uh blonde? I've always seen it as it always looks gray to me. Well, white
1: blonde is basically yeah. gray. Yeah, white blonde. Okay, okay, Yeah.
0: Uh he acquired the capacity of superhumanly rapid movements through the unidentified fog bank through an unidentified fog bank. I wonder if that was a reference towards another hero who got powers based off of hard water.
1: Speed Force didn't come around for a while, guys. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, it was a stroke of genius to finally say, hey guys, why don't we make this not dumb? Let's just make it weird and cool.
0: Also, that's how the original kid Flash got his powers as well. Cause he was just like, Hey, how'd you get your powers, Flash? And he was just like, Well, I did this experiment. Oops, it happened again. You're fast now, aren't you?
1: <laughs> they should just patent it. They could have made a lot more money selling it on Amazon as a kid. Here you go. Okay. Set up this rack of chemicals. Step one, set up rack of chemicals. Step two, wait for lightning. <laughs> Step three, well, you'll figure it out.
0: If you want to see a brutal horror version of it, read Flashpoint. Oh yes, where he loses his powers by going into an alternate dimension, and he, in order to get his powers back so he can you know fix everything, this is Wally. By the way, the Wally West. It's Flash. Wally. Yeah. yeah, what he does is he basically straps himself to like a lightning rod, surrounded by a bunch of like uh, chemicals and just like. <sighs> Jesus. Just, just like nearly kills himself. Jesus like it Christ. is, it is horrifying in the comic. <laughs> it's no, it's ridiculous and also very hard to read and look at.
1: Interesting, interesting. <laughs>
0: like they did, a, they did a, a animated version of it and made it even worse. Like because you could see his <laughs> skin, like kind of peeling off uh, from like the heat.
1: I like it. Yeah. Hmm. So, well, you know what would happen. What would be great if uh, if your skin was burning off. A wizard.
0: Oh yeah, great. Yeah,
1: just a wizard nearby really take the edge off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's also a founding member. I love that his or, like his origin story is like he was just jogging at one night, just went through went he through, ran a fog, through a fog, and then it was just like, yeah. yo, I'm fast.
1: Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's that was always my dad's excuse for when he came home late. I drove through a fog, and it was three hours later. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: So next we have Doctor Spectrum, who is. Uh, Basically, Green Lantern. Except instead of a ring, he has a stone embedded into the back of one of his hands.
1: Yeah. And he covers the whole spectrum. He's not just green. Yeah. And he looks kind of like... Totally different.
0: Like, his suit kind of looks like the Google Chrome symbol. Yeah. Like, has yellow, blue, green, red. It's
1: the Google colors. You're right. He has a cape.
0: And he doesn't wear a a mask because he's part of the Utopian Project, which means no masks.
1: Well he originally did, and he kind of yeah. looked more like um uh like three D man or something like that. Um
0: showed up in Avengers eighty five. Oh, okay. With uh with uh, Hyperion, all right. He has no criminal record, he is also single. Ladies.
1: <laughs> Who wants to date a uh, former dictator of the world? Come on. Or did he
0: just lose his powers?
1: He no. lost I, he lost. Part oh of no! His powers. He could only do like grayscale,
0: basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He lost his colors. Like he could. Yeah. But um, he didn't lose him completely, and he went back to, I don't know what kind of normal life he could have, but he went back to that after yeah. relinquishing so, power.
0: So no known relatives. He's part of the Squadron Supreme. No. Nope. Also, sh- also showed up. No Also showed up in '85. Stand. Avengers '85, and. Um, he is six foot tall, weighs one ninety, has brown eyes and black hair. And uh, while he was an astronaut, he encountered an alien scroll, who also his name is Scroll, who gave him a crystal.
1: <laughs> no, oh, not a scroll. An alien named Scroll,
0: who gave him a you know crystal that granted him great powers. He called himself Doctor Spectrum. And became a founding member of the squadron while fighting Black Archer. His prism was shattered and now the power is in his body himself. So basically like all the fragments like embedded himself. But he lost his light. No, but uh, he, but yeah, Dr. Spectrum's power is, uh, he can,
1: he's colorful. He knows how to coordinate clothes.
0: He can shoot energy.
1: Oh, sure. Wait, you know, I see his divine powers. What does that mean? Was was the alien scroll maybe Jesus? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Comic Vine just doesn't. I'm know pretty what sure
0: Jesus about. was in hell with Harold the Duck. And God at this time. <laughs> That's right. And I'm pretty That's sure right. I'm pretty sure they're drinking at Job's bar. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh ooh. deep
1: cut. Listen to deep my cut.
0: Jesus and Marvel episode, which was my Christmas episode.
1: <laughs> That's right. That was everyone should. Yeah,
0: also he was like best friends with like Nuke and <laughs> who I'll be talking about later. Um he was and um he kinda also killed Nuke.
1: That's the thing. So yeah. he killed his best friend. That and Nighthawk and they all kind of happened at the same time and everyone realized what the Well, hell no, we I think
0: that was earlier actually yeah no him killing Nuke was, was earlier because Nuke was kind of uh going berserk because like his parents died of uh died of cancer and he wanted to just destroy everything because of it
1: uh I've I'm I'm forgetting the end I'm f- inflating Nuke and and yes. uh, mink even though they're very different because i remember it's the shoot it's when he tries to shoot mink when he realizes yes. he's gone too far not when he kills his best friend so
0: then the next person we're talking about is scroll scroll um, he i'm gonna actually you know what he's shapeshifter so i'm gonna say them because they can be whatever they want their name is unknown uh, Occupation right. former plate space, explore, uh, s- former space plate? explorer, space <laughs> explorer slash adventurer. He was a Ex-
1: like plate, technically. <laughs> technically, could be, could be a but, plate uh, if
0: you wanted to, but no. But yeah, he's homeless. <laughs> also, uh,
1: oh, yeah,
0: he's double homeless because yeah, so. that because the word because explorer slash adventurer just means you don't have a job.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> especially in the marvel universe
0: his his legal status is a legal alien <laughs> Ma-
1: L- like literally now, also, though, also he's called scroll
0: which is basically like whenever you call someone from the asian continent asian like they like there isn't like you know, right more than one place or when you call africa a country so right. It's just like you're a scroll. It's like no, my name is shh. You're a scroll. You're the only you're one scroll. around. You're a it's scroll. Okay. Yeah, no one's gonna know.
1: And this guy over here, he's person. Yeah, that's his name.
0: <laughs> the, the, this one non-white person?
1: He's just person. Yeah, he's just person. You know, it's it, it's cool. He's, he's, he's cool cr- with it. You'd be cool with it. <laughs> um, you're scroll.
0: His marital status is unknown um and has no known relatives
1: it, he, he's a shapeshifter he could be married to like 50 people uh, and who would he, know he
0: is part uh well he's not part of squadron supreme i should he's more like the he's the aben no oh good he's call yes. which is um if you read the jeff johns run of green lantern you'd be reminded about every five pages about how he got his powers.
1: About how amazing.
0: Which is, is so oh, yeah. Which is right after he said, like, right after Hal Jordan looked up in the sky and was like, "Air, my dad died in the air." Uh, so,
1: <laughs> God, they took that for the movie too, because I guess Jeff Johns helped write that movie. Oh,
0: I don't get me wrong. Like Jeff Johns was the reason why I started liking
1: DC a lot. Well, no, and and I like some of his work, but he has a lot of daddy issues in his work. And I'm not going to say he does, because I don't know, and that's not fair for me to say that. But in his work? Holy crap, it's everywhere.
0: You know what is fair to say, though? What? That that uh, Chris Claremont was super into BDSM. Oh,
1: that's, that's super a fair to right say. there, yes.
0: Because like, that was taken straight from his life. Oh, obviously, and, and
1: he was super, super into it. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> but... You know. But
0: you cannot say that Jeff Johns have daddy issues, because obviously he writes a lot about daddy he just, issues.
1: He, it's, it's, it's a lot. Every story well, the, he, he, is it, It's like
0: like he'd wear a jacket and be like, my dad wore a jacket <laughs> when he died. Yeah, or I'm in an airplane right now, which my dad died in one of these. Yeah, but the Abin-Sir, basically, yeah. he gives Dr. Spectrum his Green Lantern ring, yep. a.k.a.
1: Spectrum Stone. And then promptly leaves.
0: And then dies yes, pretty
1: much yeah, afterwards.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't die. Like, he kind of just... But doesn't he... He kind of he kind of hangs out. He kind of hangs out for a little bit, but then Tom Thumb is just like, yo, I got your stuff fixed. And he's just like, cool, I'm going home. Yeah, he home. Where's people home. Where people call me by my name.
1: <laughs> I'm out of here, people. Because,
0: uh... I'm out of here, human. <laughs> and human, human. And human. Hey, human. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs>
1: That would have been the best if he just did that all the time. Every time he tried to say his name, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever, Scrawl." I need, come on over here, Hand me that screwdriver.
0: And, and then, like, it's just like, "Hey, Tom, what's up?" And Tom. then, and then, like, Doctor Spectrum comes by and it's just like, "Hey, human." It's, it's.
1: And, and I know we're gonna get to it, but it is very unfair that he just gets called Scrawl when there's a guy named Tom Thumb on the group. And and he's like, wait, I, that guy gets to call himself Tom Thumb, and I don't get to change my name from Skrull?
0: And like, Tom Thumb doesn't even change from his real name that much.
1: No, <laughs> well, yeah. What is it? What is his real name? Like Tom. Well, we'll get to Dumb? that. That was going
0: to be the last one for today. Okay, okay. That's going to be last for today. So
1: anyway, Skrull gives him the gives him the prism. Yep. Gets his and powers. Then, uh, he's good to go
0: yeah like you know he makes friends with tom thumb like a lot of people do and then
1: he's the heart of the group
0: he's the heart of the group who's also the only one i think is like kind of against what they're doing but like he also realizes that he was part of the problem
1: well night yeah i mean nighthawk does too i mean
0: oh well, nighthawk but like give him I, some credit I, i'll give him like five credits
1: <laughs> <laughs> seven quadrups and the nighthawk yeah
0: <laughs> so next person we're talking about is princess sorry power princess i'm not talking about molly hayes power princess princess
1: power right power princess yeah
0: we're talking about power princess and we're not talking about bruiser who is also molly hayes really who is amazing
1: oh well yeah
0: well she wants to call herself bruiser but everyone calls no everyone calls her bruiser but uh but she wants to be called uh princess power powerful
1: I like it. Um I let Molly, Molly um, Hayes to do whatever she wants cuz uh, Molly she's Hayes awesome. is the best
0: yeah. and um I'm still mad at the one X-Men media event who brought her back after 10 years of her just not being around and gave her one line. Oh. That's then not cool. killed her off. Oh no. Off no, panel. no.
1: That's not that's that's gone now though, right? Redcon?
0: No. I mean it's still happy. We'll, okay. So she was a future version of her that was evil like half of the x-men stories um and uh she had a robot arm which also i wouldn't know about but guess what who didn't talk and like i'm still angry at that i can tell i'm can. i angry (laughs) i'm even more angry because like they because like her and uh well it's molly herman hermandez in um the runaway show who but she's also amazing. I'm just like, I hate you, whoever wrote that comment. Oh yeah,
1: I have not watched the show still. I need to. I know I have Hulu and everything. I need to. I just haven't yet. How is she's not a kid though, right? In. She's not a kid in that okay, book. Okay, right. They in the show. They make her uh So no, no no, she's a kid in the show. Oh is she? Okay. Like she's, I wasn't sure. She's she's probably like
0: she's not like eleven. She's well no actually no. I think she's like eleven or twelve. No, she's a little bit younger. And also instead of having like mutant parents, she's uh was raised by uh Gert's parents, since she's kinda like Gert's sister. Power Princess. Uh who who is uh who is also called Warrior Woman later which on.
1: Which is so close to a lawsuit that I'm surprised they, they did that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, but she her name is Zarda, which is also very close to Big Barda.
1: It's also close to Zarda's, and she's similarly dressed to him um, in a one-piece uh, very showy outfit. A lot of leg going on and a lot of shoulder.
0: Yeah, a lot of leg, a lot of shoulder. She has an invisible shield.
1: Yeah, I mean, she is, out of all of them, almost the closest to the DC analog. Like, if you said that that was a picture... I'm looking at Comic Vine, and and if someone told me that was a picture from a a Wonder Woman mini, I'd be like, oh, okay, she's got a different costume, all right. But, like, it's exactly Wonder Woman.
0: It's, yeah, so she can basically make a shield. Yeah, which is a good... Living, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so she's a government agent, mm-hmm. former missionary of the Utopians, yes, which is an all female island that is shielded from the world of man. What a
1: completely original idea! I love it.
0: So she's widowed. Oh, uh, her known relatives is actually her husband, who is now dead, who is Howard Shelton. How and Howard, Howard, when by the beginning of the Supreme, uh, S- S- uh, Squadron Supreme is a very old man. Because imagine if Wonder Woman married Steve, oh, right. Steve Trevor, that's right, because he was from World War 40s. II,
1: right, with her. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's see, there's a tragic story right there. That's the kind of backstory that you're gonna find in uh, Squadron Supreme that like doesn't need to be there, but.
0: Also, the reason her husband died was because the evil uh, Hyperion from the Squadron Sinister, who later has liquid for brains because the good one lobotomized him by melting his brain <laughs> through his eyes, um, <laughs> which is, again, horrifying scene, basically smothered him and made it look like he died oh. overnight because he was sick. Oh, and then he used that to basically start sleeping with her because she was grieving?
1: Yeah, not the coolest move. Um, yeah. I mean, no, there's there's no way to justify that one.
0: Her group affiliations is former member of the Golden Agency and uh, member of the Squadron Supreme.
1: Golden Agency is good, but their lunch specials are overpriced.
0: I think the Golden Agency is like the that uh, that version, like the JSA. Ah. basically.
1: Oh right, right. It's their their um or the uh, allies, the um the invaders.
0: Yeah. It's kinda of- Golden Agency. I remember them talking about is it. Is it
1: their event their invaders? Like is it like the version of Namor and stuff?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. This was basically the invaders. Okay.
1: Okay, so yeah, she was around World War <clears> Two. <throat> fell in love with a normal man, normal human, and then fell in uh,
0: love with a sailor instead of a, a airman.
1: Right, and then he got old, and she didn't because she's not human.
0: Uh, they were led by Professor Inman, which is basically the sorcerer supreme for Counter Dem- Earth, later Earth Seven One Two. Right. Um and then uh, American Eagle, who American we will be talking Eagle. about the son of, uh, fairly soon.
1: Yes, the son of American and
0: American Eagle, Eagle is basically like imagine if Captain America was Sam Wilson, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's pretty much it actually. Oh yeah, Power Princess is uh, Wonder Woman. There, yep, that's pretty much it.
0: And Hyperion and and uh, her are planning on getting married at some point. Yeah,
1: which was also for the time kind of like a big deal because everybody had always talked about that with Superman and Wonder Woman. And you know that was way before now. Recently, when they've actually tried to do that a few times, <laughs>
0: it failed miserably. Horribly. But
1: because uh, everyone knows Bruce and and and. Uh, diana are made for each other um anyway um, uh like yeah it's it's but people love to see that back in the day that was cool they were in
0: love so next verse we're talking about is amphibian who is i think is the other heart of the team
1: amphibian is Hmm. here's the thing with amphibian i cannot get past except for namor who is a always a quality character? I have trouble with water based characters, even when they're even when they're put on with a little bit of fun, like uh, like amphibian is. Um, I just I I have trouble with it. I do.
0: Well, let me counter that with I almost completely agree
1: with you. <laughs> I mean, I get, because he's supposed to be the funny guy, but it's it's not funny. I don't know. I, I Amphibian, I get, I, I do enjoy the fact that he is an actual Amphibian. I, I'll give them props on, on using the terminology correctly.
0: Well, he, so, so let's get through his stuff. So his name is Kingsley Rice. right?
1: Which is a, um. Very good name. He would be an influencer on Instagram if he was around today, I feel like. Also, it's... Kingsley Rice.
0: Totally, totally not a uh, play on Arthur <laughs> Curry. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> totally no. not. You've, you've made it <laughs> so bad, it's good now. You're right. Oh. It's totally
0: not a play on that. Oh, because he's the all.
1: king and the curry and the... Oh, that's so... It's so good, isn't it? You've seen beyond the looking glass, Jesse. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now I love him. Fine. Fine. Also, the second redhead on this team. Yep, very rare.
0: And also, there's no... There's also, like, almost antithetical to most Marvel stuff. There's no red red redheaded females on this team.
1: Yeah, well, it obviously was not written by Chris Claremont. Um... So that yeah. that that helps lower the quotient of redheads. Well,
0: well, one of the things that you could definitely say about Chris Claremont is that he loves BDSM and redheaded women who are very
1: evil most of the time. So amphibian, the amphibian. He's a uh, guy who uh, swims around, and he's buddies with sea creatures. He's uh,
0: he's he used to be good friends with Blue Eagle. And someone else. Who was who was it? Who else was he super seen any... friends with? He no, he used to be friend no, he used to be friends with one of the people, but then he well, never mind. I'll get um, into it. we'll
1: get into it later. He was not friends with Tom Thumb.
0: No, he did not like no. Tom Thumb for some reason. Um He hated him for the B mod.
1: He did not Right, no, he hated the B mod, which was cool. I'll give him props on that. He saw that it was a problem. Like, we should not yeah. be controlling people's minds, even if they are evil. That's that's a line they should not cross. So I get that. He didn't get along with Nighthawk, particularly. Yeah, who did he get along with?
0: He got along with someone. Power Princess? Never mind.
1: Power Princess. <sighs> I forget they, who. Power Princess, least, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was one of them. Like, I think it might have been Power Princess. Yeah. But he was friends with someone, and then, like, which is one of the reasons why he kind of stayed. Because there's this, like, I know you guys are good people, but This is kind of messed up, but, um, so he's a government agent, former oceanographer.
1: Which is convenient because isn't he a mutant?
0: Yeah, he's a mutant.
1: So he's an oceanographer, but he didn't get his powers by like being electrocuted on the ocean or something.
0: No, no, he just, he just was just like, Hey, I don't want to be a superhero. (laughs) So like, I'm going to become a oceanographer and then.
1: To go back to Havoc, I believe he was studying to be a geologist. Yeah.
0: And he'll never get his degree No,
1: but somehow Iceman had the time To become a CPA Yeah, I I I mean of course The advanced degrees of Marvel characters Just don't make much sense Dr. Doom makes sense He put in the time He worked his PhD program But uh He worked his PhD
0: program And came away with the Very correct thought Reed Richards is a (laughs) dick and
1: I hate him (laughs) I believe that was what his thesis was titled. Um, yeah, his
0: his his doctor was about this. Is why Reed Richards is such a dick, and everyone was just like immediately, just like say no more.
1: Yeah, and then they all raised their hand and said, "Why are you wearing that mask?" He
0: well, he's a former member of the Squadron sure. Supreme. He left after a while because they moved. Uh, I think he left after they moved their base away from the coast, and the only concession <laughs> they gave to him. No, the only concession they gave to him is they gave him a man-made, like, pond, and he was just like, I need more than this, and also you guys are being dicks.
1: <laughs> it's like, thanks for the pool, but, uh, I kinda needed a whole ocean, guys. Like, I
0: need a lot more than this, I hope you understand, you moved in the middle of a desert- right. Why did you do well, that? He get- it, felt, it, it feels like you guys are targeting me. <laughs> he
1: actually gets stronger <laughs> the more he's in the water and the deeper he is. So they move him out as far away from the water as possible. This is called Dick Move. He obviously like hit on Princess Power at some point.
0: Also, the great thing about it is they almost never call him Amphibian. They call him Fib. The entire time, which also endured me like endeared me to him as well. But
1: it's still it's the sad he's the sad like sidekick character.
0: Also also he's like so sweet in the book as well. well he doesn't deserve what happened to he's him. He's
1: like kind of early nightcrawler esque, you know. He's he's yeah. not he's happy, he's a little goofy. Um, and then something bad happens to him and everyone treats him like a dick for no reason.
0: He was born a mutant. He can live underwater at ocean depths. He was a founding Squadron Supreme member, but resigned in protest against the B-Mod program. Mm-hmm. Smart move. Yeah. And uh, he can lift about 10 tons on land, but he is way stronger underwater. And also, uh, he can, like, think, name more.
1: I, I like how the 10 tons... He can only lift 10 tons on land, guys. That's all. Only. I mean, he's practically worthless I, but underwater can only, he can lift like a billion so i,
0: I can only lift a semi-truck <laughs> and toss it very easily that's Calm all down. guys feel
1: bad for me i mean that's it that's all i can do what do you want from me i can't fly around the planet and make it go backwards so
0: then the uh last one we're trying to talk about the person we mentioned a lot
1: tom thumb the Tom Thumb. Now, I know a lot of you are listening to this wearing Tom Thumb t-shirts and looking at your Funko Tom Thumb uh, characters on your wall. Oh, I
0: would <laughs> get one. I would get one immediately. I'm not you joking. Know, I mean, I would, I
1: would too get... for the for the <laughs> amazingness of it. But uh, yeah, Tom Thumb, not a known character. And OK, I, I now know his name. Um,
0: Thomas, it's Thomas Thompson.
1: <laughs> and he was born a dwarf. And so his nickname,
0: and we're going to get into a little bit more uh, once we get through some of it, of his deets. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah.
0: so his so he's a uh, scientist and adventurer mm-hmm. and government agent.
1: Yep. Super smart dude.
0: Super smart dude. Yeah, he's single. But I know one person we're talking about who would want to reverse that, that as soon as possible. We're going to
1: get to that. That's right. <laughs> who
0: also, I realize, is also a pun name. And I didn't realize it until I uh, said it out loud. Oh. Uh, so he also appeared in Avengers 85. Oh, by the way, I did not tell you when a Vibian showed up.
1: Was it Avengers 85? Nope. nope. He was a latecomer?
0: He was a latecomer. He actually showed up in The Incredible Hulk. Issue one fifteen in May nineteen sixty nine. Lo, the leader lives. Wow! All
1: right, go, go again. That's that's pretty. That's I like that a little earlier.
0: So Tom, uh, he died also. So that's another thing we'll talk about because like his story, I think, is one of the more poignant ones, and I like it the most.
1: Well, and I think once, yeah, it's it's kind of hard not to be once you have. Uh, Oh my god! I just realized that pun also that I'd never realized in my life. Um, you know, once you bring cancer into a story, it's usually gonna gonna be a downer at some point.
0: Yeah. So he, uh, so he is three foot ten. It has blue eyes, has gray hair, and weighs one. And,
1: and an he- awesome beard. He's got a a very long chin beard going on.
0: In in his costume, so like like amphibian, just think like kind of Aquaman, except instead of green blue, yeah, Aquaman, you know, but blue. with
1: like Namor's uh, pension for showing leg.
0: He was born a dwarf, and yeah, but he,
1: his costume though is is pretty much a jumpsuit. It's
0: just a jumpsuit. Like he he like he's just in it so he can basically have the funding to like you know save the world.
1: Like he's either going to save the world or go for a shift at uh, Jiffy Loop.
0: Yeah, and like and like he just he just invents stuff and like and um he was used to build he was he used his genius to build arsenal of weapons to make him be able to fight crime and he was nicknamed Tom Thumb. He became the second recruit uh, that the squadron made. So he wasn't a founding member, but he, they picked him up pretty quickly and. Uh, he was the architect, he was the principal architect of the technology for the utopian, the Utopia program, and invented the Bmod, uh, the behavior modification machine, uh, past fire pistols, and the hypernocula. And the hypernocula was basically like the breaking point for like the general populace of Earth, where instead of like, because like they solved everything else, there was almost no crime disease was pretty much eradicated and uh and like they pretty much did everything and they decided like why don't we stop death itself yep and it's basically what they would do is they would they would basically preserve the you know the nearly dying or the dead to find a way to bring them back or you know cure them of whatever deadly disease they have
1: Again. that can be cured noble intentions yep not a good idea
0: yeah and that was pretty much one of the breaking points
1: yeah i mean it between the b mod and that that was tom was too dangerous for his own good too smart
0: well um yeah so tom thumb is, mm-hmm. is he's really really smart
1: yep and he's a nice guy but good intentions but doesn't go well so
0: let's get to his story
1: because really yeah, this is a good one
0: so f- one of the first things he did in the book is he created the B mod or the behavior modification machine mm-hmm. Um and he very stupidly uh, decided to let the Hawkeye equivalent um Golden Archer or I guess <laughs> what is green, a green Arrow but
1: Hawkeye but Rich yeah yeah, I mean, that's it, pretty much, yeah.
0: But, uh, so basically, Golden Archer, or Black Archer, will be known later. He uses it on his former girlfriend, on-and-off-again girlfriend, who was flirting with the Blue Eagle, who we'll be talking about both of those later. Um, And then, and that's when he started noticing things were going wrong. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Uh, That's when he noticed it. That's when Tom Thumb was noticing, anyway. Yeah. Uh, And so he, so he put like controls on it so it can't be used against any founding member. After that, he also doesn't tell anyone about it, which is also kind of a dick move.
1: No, it's dumb. It's short sighted. It's short sighted. He 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 wanted he wanted
0: to protect their both of them, but
1: yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) is. That's his weakness overall is he wants to protect He
0: people. wants to protect everyone. And also, uh also, like the entire time he's never told anyone he has brain cancer and he he's very limited
1: time. Well, it's the whole thing, you know, he wants to protect Nuke, his buddy and, who, and his friends, because he Nuke, it turns out, is uh Well we're not talking about Nuke. We're talking about this before Nuke, which well, is well, a little nuke, backwards. Well, but we, uh we'll talk
0: about Nuke a little bit more. And we're not talking about the Captain America villain nuke. We're talking no. about um, but basically, no. imagine like radio, he's just a radioactive person, basically.
1: Yeah, if you had Captain Adam? No, Captain, um, oh, who's the guy? Um, Captain Adam, right? Not the Adam, but Captain Adam? Ah,
0: That's I a don't different guy, know right? off the top of my head. Like, it would, it would have to be like a Silver Age or Golden Age character he's based off of, because it's not a contemporary. It'd probably be like a GSA member.
1: Oh, interesting though. No, if it's contemporary, or at least according to the fine people at Wikipedia, um, mm, nuke is an analog for firestorm.
0: No, that makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I can see it. I, I can
1: see it. Yeah, but, and but it makes and and so they take it to an interesting idea, which is that he's giving off radiation all the time,
0: which means his parents has cancer. Yeah,
1: because he's also a
0: mama's and daddy boy. Like he really yeah. loves his parents.
1: Yeah, and, he really spends a lot of time with them. And, this is the one kid you don't want to spend a lot of time with. And
0: and whenever he, uh, and he basically went to Tom Thumb, and Tom Thumb was just like, I don't, I can't cure cancer, like in his head, but he's just like, I'm going to try. Yeah, like he because that's what Tom to, Thumb does. He even goes to the point of going to their biggest enemy, which is the Scarlet Centurion, which is uh, a Kang. One of the Kangs. One of the Kangs who... Well, actually, technically one of the Ramatuts who turned into... Oh, yeah,
1: they're all say. Kang. Come oh, on. It's a much better name.
0: Whatever. I want, I'm want. i going to be technical.
1: Wait, but, but Kang went back and became Ramatut. Kang predates.
0: No, Immort- Immortus. Immortus
1: posts No, so dates. what
0: if the Kangs... Be- okay, <laughs> let me let me school you on this. I swear
1: I, I read Avengers Forever once. I know this.
0: <laughs> I've talked about it so okay. many times. Basically, Ramatut became Kang in one feature. No, I thought Kang went back. Immortus went back.
1: Immortus. In- okay, so Immortus goes back, becomes Ramatut. Ramatut Rama Kang. Tut. Rama Tut that was after
0: Ramatut became Kang.
1: So Ramatut. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Of course. Yeah. So right. Right. So the the actual timeline, you're right. Ramatut becomes Kang, who becomes Immortus, who then becomes Ramatut.
0: About the the Kang that goes into the past and basically tricks slash enslaves the Avengers. Mhm. They get defeated by the 616 Avengers. Right. And then that Kang, one of the Kangs, that, uh, out of that, because like one of them just stayed defeated and the other one went back in time again,
1: became
0: right. the uh, the squadron supreme's like major villain.
1: When does the bunny show up and the uh, airplane engine crash through the ceiling?
0: Um, a little bit after uh, Donnie, Donnie Darker realizes that there's uh, like energy warms inside of everyone.
1: And which Kang is he?
0: Ah... Uh, I think it's the Kang that realized that life really sucks and everyone <laughs> Emo sucks. Emo Kang,
1: Emo Kang. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in it for power. He just wanted to be miserable. You know,
0: iron, it's it's Iron Lad, but instead of being uh, it's Iron Lad, but instead of coming back as like you know late teens, it was early teens.
1: <laughs> Giving it away for free.
0: Uh, Tom Thumb uses a uh, time
1: machine that he built. <sighs> bad idea to after bad go idea. into
0: the 23rd century to, like, he literally begs the Scarlet Centurion, we know you don't have cancer here. Can you please give me the cure? And uh, he gives it to him, but is laughing at him the entire time mm-hmm. after he leaves. And it turns out that the cure for cancer is only that at his time is only made for people with that type of DNA because people evolved
1: yeah further. Yeah, not the same. Uh, the people who can take this are the different in the twenty third century than people now.
0: Yeah, and uh he shortly like fairly shortly afterwards, like he he though he's like trying to find a way not to die, which is why he makes the uh hypernaculum
1: Right, because he 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 is dying. Also, actively figures <laughs> he also has cancer from hanging out with Nuke all the time.
0: Yeah, he has brain cancer. As it turns out, like he's yeah. actively dying, so he's trying to figure a way to not die so he can cure cancer
1: mm-hmm. for
0: him. And then, like Nuke, his parents die, and like he goes on a rampage and tries. He almost kills Tom at one point, like basically. And that's when uh, Doctor Spectrum basically had to put him in an energy bubble and suffocate him.
1: By the way, this is like issue five of the twelve issues. There's so much that happens here. Yeah. <laughs> in so like book.
0: and you know, and then like, you know, he goes on for a little bit more, but like but like it's just like he's just dying slowly yeah. through the entire time.
1: And, and can we talk about who his only two friends are, really? Yeah. Through all this? Yeah. Like, there's he there's a robot that he built. Yep. Called Ada. Yep. And who he's and is- his other One true love.
0: (laughs) It's a love triangle. It's a really weird love triangle.
1: It's a very weird love triangle between the talking and living computer. Yep. The the dwarf with cancer. And Um
0: a uh super intelligent ape with tank tank transfer legs. (laughs)
1: Called Apex Which I never realized (laughs) was a Oh,
0: No. Same, same. I was just like, Apex. Okay. They're just like, oh,
1: Apex. Yeah. It's like, you know, Apex, Mutant X, whatever. But yeah, Apex. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. But she is, uh, not only is she a super intelligent. What what species is she? Is she an orangutan? Orangutan. Okay, orangutan. Not only is she a super intelligent orangutan, she's also, and who has tank treads uh, instead of legs, because she can't walk for a reason that I don't remember. Um, she's wearing a dress. Yeah. She wears a green dress.
0: Yeah, to cover...
1: Her breasts, her breasts which she which has. Because... She's an orangutan with breasts, in a dress, and tank treads. It's pretty amazing. You're not going to see it in your next Marvel movie, is what I'm trying to get at here. Cause it's
0: because Kevin Feige is, uh, is a coward.
1: <laughs> It even makes like Racket Raccoon has become a love char- beloved character somehow, and this is awesome, but like it's kind of insane that that's happened. Yeah, that's not going to happen to the orangutan and the dress and tank tread legs.
0: So, um, when I said Poor these guy. are going to be mega episodes, uh, I wasn't lying.
1: Jesse was not kidding.
0: So, um, hopefully I can get this edited down, but I probably won't make episodes. These are king <laughs> size editions.
1: That's right. Torture yourself with more entertainment. Yeah. Super size it, people. This is, uh, this is a uh, big bang and we're not done yet. No. There's more Squadron Supreme to come. Yeah, That's either a warning or an enticement. I don't know which, to <laughs> well, be honest.
0: Well, let's just say the further we get along, the more crazy the characters get.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we've already got a character whose best friend is an ape in a dress with tank tread legs. So Who's imagine what horny we're for get. him. Oh, yeah. By super the way, horny. did we mention she wants it, and she wants it back. She
0: wants it. I don't know how she's going to get it. She literally has tank treads.
1: Yeah, it's she is she is and is not of the same species, but she's hyper intelligent, of course. But it's just not going to work out between the cancer and the tank treads. Yeah. Why does she have the dress, Jesse? There are just a lot of questions. But we'll talk we've about got even more, more about questions. her later. We're Next episode, have even more questions coming up because we we're gonna talk about her. We're gonna talk about everybody. We're gonna get deep on this. Yeah, twenty-four characters told always twenty.
0: That's why this is the squadron supreme mega at week. It's just so many characters, so much bang for your buck.
1: Yeah, you get more wizard per ounce than any other podcast out there. Yeah, me, I've, I've done the math.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna do a deep dive in all these characters.
1: We're gonna do a we're gonna do a whizzing deep dive, which is if you don't look that up on Urban Dictionary.
0: I mean, do look it up on the internet though. It's Please pretty entertaining. Do. Please <laughs> but- do
1: safe search off. Trust me trust me so um do we want to even do plugs uh listen to my podcast interrupted tales that's it just look it up listen to it do it you know what and listen to uh, jesse's because they're all great
0: yeah no listen to them especially the one that's like scoot boot doot loot loot
1: june moon spoon croon come on it rolls right off the tongue a rootin tootin spootin dootin you find me the story called that now i am reading that um yeah, we read stories and make jokes. Um, and listen to uh Creepy Critters.
0: Which was supposed to be recorded tonight, but I was dumb <laughs> and forgot yeah. about how time works. And I
1: had done so much research on the Jersey Devil. Wait, we weren't even gonna talk about no, that. But um, no the- we're,
0: No, we're gonna be talking about Beast with Weird Backs.
1: <laughs> Not the Beast with Two Backs, although it'll probably come up. Uh the Beasts with Weird Backs. Anyway, that's the plugs.
0: Um, yeah, just go down to my description if you want to know like places I can go. It's at Alphabet Flight for my Instagram and uh, Twitter. Yeah, also I also have a Patreon. So twenty five bucks a month. If I get that, then I'll do an extra episode a week where I talk about the pets of Marvel. How uh, the Marvel uh, Pets Handbook.
1: How do you feel about Goose?
0: I mm, won't. Well, you know what? It's a cat.
1: This is way before Captain Marvel comes out, just in case people yeah. are listening to this. In the future! I, um, want, I want to get yeah. the
0: poster that is just a real good picture of that cat.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I was like, it's pretty cool, Marvel. Alright. It doesn't even have the name... It's just like a poster of a cat.
0: See, like, cause, like, I want. I'd rather. I'd rather it be Chewy, who is actually an, who is actually like an interdimensional, like, uh, I
1: think. It, alien? I think it is. I think it is. I think they just went with a different name. That's my theory. Oh, I really I think hope. it is. I think. I don't think they're gonna directly allude to it in the movie. I. I think they'll allude to it. I don't think they're gonna directly say it in the movie, but I think they'll.
0: I hope they have Florgan's in there because, like, for real. Do you yeah. want? Do you want to see like a cat that has like interdimensional portal in its mouth to like a Cthulhu universe, or it's just like all tentacles and stuff?
1: Yeah, it's. I think something. I mean, they're gonna. It's gonna be a little wink, wink. But uh, I think they just they changed the name. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But I like uh, it.
0: but yeah. Um, Pets of the if, Marvel
1: Universe. People give, give, give. Yep
0: well um I think we're pretty much done let's all get cancer <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good that's a good that's a good
0: uh, good outro <laughs>